Yo, 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 what the fuck is up? Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 40. I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. Riley, how are you doing today? I'm feeling fantastic. Dude, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, uh, I'm vibing today. I don't know why. It's something different today. But anyway, um, so we got to start off the top. Uh, it's one of the things that we talked about uh, last week, um, and I really want to get into it. The Masters, man. The fucking Masters. Dude, so uh, Masters, uh, Tiger's return. Uh, obviously, things didn't go as well as, you know, we wanted for Tiger, uh, but uh, I think he showed a lot of promise. He did. He's, he's already announced he's going to the Open, going yeah. to St. Andrews, which is great. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see him just get healthy, get better, and this was a great first step. It was, yeah. And he didn't play, I mean, I guess when you look at the scorecard, he was 13 over for the tournament. Uh, so not great, but overall there were a lot of great moments in there where you could see Tiger being back, being himself. Yeah, and I think honestly, like I feel like honestly, if I just gotta be straight up, way way earlier than anyone ever thought he was going to yeah. show up. Uh, I honestly wouldn't have been mad if he said can't make it to the Masters, not feeling well. Totally understand the fact that he pushed himself. To get out there, you're right. The scorecard does not show the true story of, like, what he's going through. We saw he was limping first day. Yeah. He was still in pain. He's still not 100% back yet. Um, But uh, just, you know, kudos to him. I know he's going to continue on this, on the recovery. And uh, hopefully we'll see uh, see what happens in the summer. Yeah. I'm excited. But, uh, you know, my boy Scotty, Scotty Scheffler. (laughs) Oh, man. uh, The 25-year-old that looks like a (laughs) 45-year-old. I've never seen someone that young. He's only a year and a half older than me. He looks a lot older, but he played lights out all weekend. Uh, I think he dropped two shots coming into Sunday, but then Sunday just turned it on again, and no one was going to catch him. Yeah, dude, he just took charge so early on. Um, It was just amazing to watch him play. And just this year, man, the year uh, he's having, uh, I believe this is his fourth win this year. Fourth and six tournaments. Yeah, he is just on fire. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Uh, he is a Corn Fairy uh, alum as well. So he, uh, he did come up through the system, which is cool. That it, it, I think it's giving more credence nowadays that the Corn Fairy is a legitimate way to earn your tour card. Yeah. Because it's some real fucking good competition. You, out yeah, there. you've seen throughout the last few years a lot of guys winning big tournaments that came from the Corn Fairy. That's yeah. great to see. Even, I mean, some of the Monday qualifiers that have come up, J.J. Spawn, who mm-hmm. I believe was a Monday, uh, he might not have been. Uh, but you know, Corey Connors, I think, is a fantastic Monday qualifier guy who played well at the Masters. Uh, he's just been having a great last couple years. But yeah. yeah. It's cool to see those guys uh, kind of bringing the game up with them. Exactly. And I feel like that wasn't something that was always... Um relevant back then we had q school and we had the web.com tour yeah and those are kind of like the way to like make your way into the tour um but i don't know what they're doing differently what what they're doing differently um maybe just the talent just getting better but yeah people who go through uh the corn fairy tour that's oh man that's a tough road yeah but it's just all getting ready for the pga tour man it's gonna be even harder i think i mean it's just there's a lot of talent right now in this field that we have i mean I've, I've never seen this deep of a field in any tournament uh, that we had at the masters there were what in 
going into Saturday, I think there were still 25, 30 guys that were in legitimate contention. Oh, so. no, uh, 100%. You're right. Just, I think you're right. Talent, the, the talent pool is bigger. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of really great guys out there. And, like, yeah, you can't. Before I could, I could list off some of the top guys when growing up uh, watching golf. And you can name the majority of them pretty easily off the top of your head. You can't do that nowadays. Any no. name out there, you got to be worried about. Like even the kid from uh, from Korea, M. Uh, Sung Jae M. Yeah, starting off the week, starting off Thursday with the lead and everything, kid fucking looked good. You know, um, there's so many people that you know they may not be household names yet, but you know they're gonna be. Oh yeah. But yeah, man, Masters crazy. Uh, always great to see the Masters. It was. It was great to see Rory. Uh, I think he played eight under on Sunday. Uh, crazy round. Yeah, he was lights out. Pulled out 18, uh, greenside bunker, just went fucking crazy. Uh, you have to look up the video of him celebrating Dude, that. Dude, yeah, I hate that I missed that. Yeah. I hate that I missed I, that. I've literally never seen any of the celebrations that he did. <laughs> and then Colin Morikawa followed him up by also holding from the greenside bunker. and Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, one of the greatest moments that you'll ever see in golf. Oh, man. Just with that big of a following, you know, everyone surrounding the green and... Oh, it's that is the one thing about Augusta that watching it every year, just the actual like stadium feel to it all. Um, it's crazy. At uh, I was always told that uh, the Masters, if you set your chair down there, like let's say you you got there early and you set your chair down at eighteen, no one's gonna fuck with that. You that's your spot. You yeah. secured your spot there. Um, I love the way that they just have the setup for the Masters. Obviously, extremely difficult to get tickets in to go. It's not something Very, you can just buy no. tickets to and go. Um, and they, they do it for a reason to limit number of people. But still, the spectacle that it is is uh, amazing. Yeah, amazing to see. I think it's one of the greatest sporting events in just sports in general. Yeah, exactly. I'd put it above. I think I'd rather go to a Masters than a Super Bowl. Dude, I'm 100%. Imagine a Sunday at the Masters. Oh, man, what, a, what an afternoon. Yeah. Um, but um I'm trying to think what else was going on this week. Um I know we, we mentioned we're gonna get into the Grammys yes. and uh we'll get into that in a bit, but just kinda catching up on the week. Um bit uh it's been kind of a busy how was your weekend? You have a good weekend? Oh yeah, we partied uh our <laughs> Chicago friend Samantha, she had some of her friends come down for the weekend. They had an Airbnb, so we were kinda out and about partying at a cookout at the Airbnb great weekend dude, that's awesome man i i know i was trying to get back in time for that and it just dude i um i think i got back into town like midnight and it was it was just so late yeah uh i was just exhausted but it's a long uh, drive. yeah it's a super super long drive but um but what's it called um but yeah no i had monday off went to go see the dentist and all that other good stuff um but yeah it's been i don't know it's been an interesting up and down all over the place week weekend for me as well um, what's it called? Uh, what music have you been listening to? That's another thing I we always I feel like get really late to uh, when we we start talking. Uh, it's something we want to get into a little quicker. Yeah. So one guy I just found out this one of my coworkers showed me this guy and I'm pissed because he never shows me music that I have not heard of yet. Yeah. This guy only has two songs out and I think that's ripe rally. You love those oh, those people who are super yeah. super up and coming. His biggest song has 225 thousand plays his second song it just came out recently has yeah. nine thousand name is evan honer uh 
just fantastic. He's a country artist. Uh, lyrically, he is very gifted. Yeah. So yeah, I've been enjoying him. Do yeah, we got to make sure to throw throw uh, one or both of his songs there on the playlist. Yeah. Uh, and get that on there. Um, no, yeah, it's always exciting when you find a new artist, or maybe I know I'll do this a lot. I'll sleep on artists where seen their name before people have talked about them but i've never taken time to actually like, go listen to their music and then i'll go listen and be like holy shit like this person's fucking austin yeah um one of those just a little while ago i was just um i was looking over at the grammy stuff um kind of ahead of time looking at uh, some of the winners and nomination stuff and uh the name that's been popping up for me a lot is john batiste yeah i'd never heard of him before what do you win? Record of the year, or he won um, record of the year. Yes, he won record of the year for or no, no, I'm sorry, album of the year. Okay, for we are. Yeah. Um, but he was at ACL. He was. Uh, I think y'all were leaving that Sunday already, and because he was playing, and then Tyler was going to play on the other stage right next okay. to it. And I got to see just a little bit of his show, and it was great. It was fantastic. It's that soulful, jazzy. Uh, a little bit of R&B in there. Um, I don't know. Did you watch the, the Disney Pixar movie Soul? Yes. Uh, he he did uh, him, Trent Reznor, and one other person did the uh, score and all the music for, for oh, that shit. movie. Um, that was a fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah, the music's super fucking good. And it's John, a lot of it's John Batiste. Yeah. And so, uh, very rightfully so, he's one of those people who has been making music for since the early 2000s with his... Uh, his soul funk group he's got going on, this jazz ensemble. Um, so they've been making music forever. Just now he's finally, you know, getting the mainstream, which is really nice. Um, I guess talking about John Batiste, we can we might as well just roll right into Grammy stuff. Um, so first one on here, record of the year. Um, we, we had a lot of great ones on here. We had uh, I Still Have Faith in You, ABBA. Uh, as ABBA is... Uh, out with the new album they're they're back uh freedom by john batiste very very good song if you haven't heard it before i get a kick out of you tony bennett and lady gaga they are always nominated uh they just they make so much music uh peaches justin bieber uh right on time brandy carlisle a uh, very good song as well kiss me more doja cat and and SZA. happier than ever billy eilish montero lil nas x driver's license olivia rodrigo and leave the door open, Silk Sonic. I think leave the door open is a good winner. Uh, my personal favorite was Right on Time by Brandy Carlisle. And if you look, so the producers of that song, Dave Cobb and Shooter Jennings, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these big country songs that you're going to see nominated for awards in the future are going to be by those two guys. They are fantastic producers. Uh, Shooter Jennings is the son of Waylon Jennings. Oh, wow. Yeah, but they're just fantastic producers. No, okay, cool. I'm really glad that you you brought that up because that's something I always wonder. I didn't think about production for country music until I started listening to Charlie Crockett. Yeah. And the only reason why I started to think about more was his uh, Welcome to Hard Times. That whole album was produced by the same guy he used to produce for the Black Keys. And I was like, produced for the Black Keys? Like, we're a traditional rock band. Why do they need, like, more production? And, um... Yeah, production on country music, as I've learned, is super important. Very, yeah. Uh, especially like this Americana, folky stuff. Like it's it's very important. Production um, doesn't just stick to EDM and rap and uh, pop. Um, but well, okay. 
I'm gonna keep an eye out for them. Dave Cobb, Shooter Jennings, yes, which fucking fantastic name. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh man, it's so fitting too. Of course, he's a country music producer now. I think he's uh, he has some albums out, I, I believe, um, but he's mostly a producer now. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I think honestly, look, leave the door open was just on repeat everywhere you went. Um, I just. That's just in general. It's a fantastic album. Yeah, Duke Sonic. What a great duo. I mean, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. You can't fucking beat that shit. And uh, I don't know if we had talked about this before uh, on an episode of the podcast or not, but um, if you ever look at the music videos for all the Duke Sonic stuff, if you ever noticed um, when Bruno is singing, Anderson Pack is also on a mic singing with him uh, or there with him front and center yeah if bruno is on an instrument anderson pack's also on an instrument they either both are front and center or they're both hanging in the back there's never a i'm the star and the other person is the featuring person or they are both like a joint co-star type of relationship and i think it's super super dope oh that's very cool um because yeah both of them are so talented man and they just like they complement each other so well so i agree lose the door open fantastic choice for a winner for a record uh of the year um, I do like Freedom a lot by John Batiste. It's oh, it's so good. Uh, next category we had was Album of the Year. Uh, we have We Are by John Batiste. Uh, Love for Sale, Tony Bent and Lady Gaga. Uh, Justice by Justin Bieber. Uh, Planet Her, Doja Cat. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish. Back in My Mind, Her. Montero, Lil Nas X. Sour, Olivia Rodrigo. Evermore, Taylor Swift. And Donda, Kanye West. So there's there's a lot. It's just crazy to, to, as you're going through, I'm looking at the list of producers and or songwriters on there, and it is insane. Like, you see Billie Eilish, it's really just her and Phineas doing most of the stuff. Uh, but then you go up to Justin Bieber, <laughs> I think he has everyone in the world that worked on that album. No, so to put it, so what Riley's talking about, so if you go to the Grammy website, it lists all the credits, and so some people, it's like the Tony Bennett Lady Gaga album, it's two lines of credits. It's mostly, uh, you know, peop, you know, Lady Gaga herself or the two producers and the engineer, whatever. You know, John Batiste, it's like 10 lines of names. It's like quite a bit of names, but I get it. You know, a lot of people worked on that. Justin Bieber, it's like 30 yeah. lines of just names. People like Kevin Kobe, Raw Kobina. Kevin Cappy Carbo. Who are these people? They're not real people. <laughs> Did they help write? They're like, give Justin, I think you should start off yeah. this verse with Z. Like, oh man, fucking the futuristic. Thanks for that one. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put you down on my credits list. Uh, I noticed Phineas is on here. <laughs> yes. Uh, so there actually is. Uh, so a lot of these are, are featured artists too, as well. So like you have uh, Daniel Caesar, Chance the Rapper, Lil Uzi, Killeroy. Those are features and stuff. Benny Blanco, producer. He produces for every big pop um, person. Skrillex is a credit on there. Benny Blanco's on there twice for some reason. Um, oh, okay. So that's like one list that's like producers. And there's another list of people. Yeah, songwriters. There's so many songwriters. I'm just, I just... There's so much going on there. Well, this is... It's the biggest reason that I just don't feel a huge connection with pop music. Just there's 
it's, it doesn't feel, a lot of it doesn't feel authentic to me. Because you see this list of people and you're like, I don't think you wrote fucking anything on this album. Yeah, he just performed it. Yeah. Um, this is just me nitpicking at this point. So the reason why, obviously, like, you have certain names multiple times because they're like, they were a featured artist and they were also a producer and they were also a songwriter. But, and I get it, that's understandable. They did multiple jobs, list them as all those things. But there's a point where it goes from artist names to actual names like Sonny Moore, that's Skrillex's name. Phineas O'Connell, that's Phineas. Um, and I'm just like, why all of a sudden did we just change the formatting? I don't understand. I'm just nitpicking on this right now, but I agree with you. There's so many uh, cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. I just, and the Billy, once again, the Billy Eilish, Phineas produced it, and then Billy, Phineas, and uh, their engineer mixed it. Billy and Phineas wrote the songs and they had two people master it. That's it. Super simple. Yeah. And, and they've always kept that, you know, bedroom feel to it where it's like, hey, we made it and that's it. Um, I'm trying to think. So Olivia Rodrigo is very, very, very short list. She had a hand in everything from writing it to a little bit of uh, mastering and producing. Uh, really impressed. That album was really, really good. It was a fantastic album. Um, the one song on there, I always forget the name of it. Is it Good For You? Uh, that's on the banger. Yeah. yeah. Every DJ's playing that shit, and yeah. it's, uh, it's fucking really good. No, yeah. Her uh, is a fantastic debut album. Hope she can continue this success. Oh, dude, she's, she's going to be fantastic. Uh, Taylor, she's she goes back and forth. Some albums are super thin. It's only a few people. This one, quite a bit of people have worked on Evermore. Oh, but Kanye. We love you, Kanye. I love you a lot, Kanye. But yeah. once again, another person who... There's a million people who went together ev to put this album. Yeah. Well, and it's... I mean, you can't fault Kanye. Everyone wants to work with Kanye. Who wouldn't? Who, who wouldn't want to say they had a hand in one of Kanye's fucking fantastic albums? I mean, it was an okay album, in my opinion, but... But yeah, the thought of, like, I get to put my name on a Kanye album... Well, we saw, we've talked about the lead up to the release for this album. Motherfucker was living in the Atlanta stadium, Mercedes Benz stadium. We had the house there. You had all the live streams, the concerts. This was back before like where, uh, there was a chance that Kim and him may, they may fix things. Yeah. No, that was very much like, that was the start of Pete Davidson was just getting the number. He finally found someone who's like, yeah, I got Kim's number. I'll give yeah. it to you. Um, but yeah, we saw the lead up for this album. Yeah, there were so many things involved to bring this album together. Um, there are definitely bangers in the album, but overall, it's definitely not the best. It was a it was a good album. I don't think it was Grammy worthy. I don't know if it should have been nominated, but I think just because it's Kanye West, it kind of had to be. And just how much it was marketed, but yeah. No, I agree with you, man. It's, uh, eh, you know, I like I said, I like I like tracks off it. They were really, really good. But for the most part, yeah, I don't, I honestly don't think it deserves a Grammy. This spot should have been uh, Tyler's spot um, on the um, album of the year, but I disagree. I think it should have been Flatland Cavalry. Uh, but you know. a country man's gonna take the rap uh, yeah. selection on the album of the year. Yep, you had to fight off. There's two uh, rap. There's two rap. No, three, what, three rap albums you had to fight, on there? You have to beat off Taylor Swift Taylor's pop. to get that spot. She's pop. 
I feel like okay, okay. So let's let's, let's count it up then real quick. So we have a jazz soulful album. This is kind of like the the miscellaneous category. But then another jazz one with Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Oh, you're right. I guess we have two of those. It's not just a miscellaneous category. Do we need two of those? We can get one or the other. Yeah. Um, Obviously not the winner, I guess. Yeah. So which we didn't say, uh, John Batiste winner for album of the year. Yeah. I still need to listen to this album. I've listened to the singles from it, and they're really, really good. Um, did Justin Bieber's album need to be on here? No, no, probably not. It was a pop album we could have ditched. Doja Cat, she got nominated for a whole bunch of other things. She does have good songs. It's not a bad album. It's not her best album, uh, but she deserves to be there. Happy ever, happier than ever. Not Billy's best work. Good stuff in there. I don't know if it deserves to be up there. I think overall, it's kind of a weak category this year. Yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to John Baptiste's, Baptiste's album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's great. It won. I saw a lot of people saying very good things about it. Um, but a lot of these just feel like they're meh albums. Yeah. You know, they have a couple, maybe one or two big singles off of it. But the album as a whole, it, I don't know, it's not not a Grammy album. I uh, I agree with you. There are a lot. Until we get to the back end here. Hers album was really good. I don't think she ever made a piece of bad music. For, you know, love him or hate him, you gotta give him respect. Lil Nas X album, it's just packed with bangers. Yeah. Um, all the singles that you heard on the radio nonstop are in this album. It just, it was designed to, to sell numbers. To sell. Olivia Rodriguez Sour was really good. It deserved to be there. I do not think Evermore was that great. It didn't belong there. And if we're going to remove a rap album, it's got to be Donda. Um, replace that with Tyler's album. Yep. Uh, but, eh, you know, we're, we're not the committee. Not the committee. And then get Charlie Crockett and fucking Flatland Cavalry on there. Oh, my God. They Did he even did he get nominated for, like, Americana or anything in no. that category? No. Man. Well, I think a lot of it's just because he's a independent artist. Okay. So he's not really going to get a lot of looks. Yeah. Um, you're right. That, I guess that's the one benefit of having a label backing you is they can push for yeah. stuff like this for you. Although I know Sturg- Sturgill Simpson did get a nomination for country album. He is also a independent artist, uh, mm-hmm. and he talks a lot of shit about the industry. So it's always <laughs> great to see him at these <laughs> award shows. Yeah. Um. So we'll move right into the uh, song of the year. Um. So we've got Bad Habits. Fantastic song. Uh, really, really good song. Um, then we have A Beautiful Noise by Alicia Key and Brandy Carlisle. Uh, Driver's License, uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Fight For You, Her. Um, Happier Than Ever, uh, Billy. Uh, Kiss Me More, The Doja Cat. Uh, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic. Montero, which is Lil Nas X. Uh, Peaches, uh, which is uh, Justin Bieber. And Right On Time, Brandy Carlisle. Again, I would have given it to right on time, personal bias, but leave the door open. Hard to overlook that. You got to you gotta give it to them. It feels weird when the record of the year and the song of the year are uh, not the same. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Record of the year would leave the door open. Song of the year should be leave the door open as well. Um, I will say, um, so the thing that differentiates the two, and it's why we have two categories, is this is... Like it says on the top there, it's a songwriter award. Um, it has to do with songwriting. So for songwriting, not good. It can be a good song, but a bad songwriting in it. So I get it why um, 
also the nominations are slightly different. Yeah. Uh, but Bad Habits, yeah. Driver's License, oh, man. Fucking, yeah. I think, yeah, Olivia Rodrigo's writing is uh, amazing. Very, very fucking good. Uh, but yeah, right on time. Also, it is a very, very good song. I mean, if you're just going off the of songwriting, hard to pass that one up. Brandy Carlisle gets passed over a lot, and we, I think, she's come up and over and over again in conversations about that. Is that like she is so talented and she makes such great music, but because it's in a genre that isn't as mainstream, yeah, because it's not exactly country, um, but it's not pop music either. Uh, that Americana is what the Grammys like to categorize it as, um, or folk sometimes. Yeah. Uh, because it's not in a mainstream category, that's why it gets overlooked a lot. But super, super talented. Brandy Carlisle uh, definitely deserves a lot more praise. Um, but overall, yeah, leave the door open. I don't know. It's so easy to sing along to. Yeah. Definitely so, not mad at it winning anything. Yeah. Uh, man, the next category, which I, I'm not a fan of this category. No. It does not make any sense, but we will go over it. Um, best new artist. And I'm going to read the, the, sub, the, uh, the subtitle there, the, the information. It says, this category recognizes an artist whose eligibility year releases, eligibility year releases achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notably impacted the musical landscape. So, essentially, that's their way of, like, any artist can be well, a new artist should, no well, matter how long. Change the name of it. Best Breakthrough Artist. Exactly. That'd be a perfect name for it. Exactly. Because that's what it is. I mean, Glass Animals isn't a new artist. They've, I think their first album came out in, what, 2015? Yeah, it's a long fucking time yeah. ago. Um, same goes for people like Japanese Breakfast. Been around for fucking forever. Sweetie. Um... Her, she's been fucking. I remember she was like a fucking double XL freshman. Yeah. And it was like, oh, fucking sweetie. Like, fuck, I've known about her for years. Um, Baby Keem, he is relatively new. Um, he is, uh, we've talked about him up before. He's got a couple meme songs. Uh, but he does, he did win a Grammy with uh, Kendrick uh, for performance of the year, I believe, for a rap artist. Uh, Baby Keem, I, I fucking loved his last album. Uh, and But he is. Yeah, I would argue, yes, a new artist, arguably. Um, but yeah, uh, do you know that first guy, Aruj Aftab? I cannot say that I do. Okay, because I need to look him up because I'm like, who are you? And yeah. You clearly broke through. You're, it's going to be like, oh, he has that one song on TikTok. Yeah, it'll be like, probably. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Allen, Baby Keem, Phineas, which Phineas is not a new artist by any stretch of the imagination. No. Um, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, The Kid Leroy, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, and Sweetie. Uh, winner being Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Deservedly so, I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, all these are, I'm going to say are personal bias. I would have gone Glass Animals. You're talking to Breakthrough. Uh, uh, fucking, what's the song? Heat Waves. Oh, he was fire. One of the biggest songs of the year. Yeah, and then it's you know a song is big when you have the biggest DJs all wanting to remix your song too. Yeah, because it's like, dude, this song's so good, we want to play it no matter where we're at. We want to play the song. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Glass Animals. I feel like, I think even if they won it, I don't. I think they'd be happy, but at the same time, being like, we're not a new artist. Yeah, we don't. But like, this is not our category. We shouldn't be winning an award for this. I would feel almost offended to win it. 
with these parameters. If it was best breakthrough artist, then I'd be happy to win that because, yeah, we broke through into the mainstream. But now you're calling me a new artist just because I just broke in? Yeah, exactly. You, like I said, like it says, you've, um, you made a breakthrough into the public consciousness. You can go to many people now and mention heat waves and they're like, oh yeah, I like that song. A lot of them will even probably tell you who, who it's by too. Yeah. Cause yeah, their name is now, uh, it's becoming a household name. Yeah. But if you don't know pork soda, you know, oh man, or <laughs> fucking season two, episode three. Yeah. Oh, I love that song so much. Um, I mean, everything off of uh what is it zaya zaza the first album absolute fire man yeah glass don't they've been around for forever but yeah you're right we need to change that name of this category it just yes because there was a um, there i always point back to this the lizzo year in was it 2018 and uh she won bestie artist like three years after uh her song all, all of her all of her main music came out and i was like I don't know, did y'all just, like, forget about her or, like, didn't hear about her? You guys heard it on TikTok and we're like, yeah. this artist's actually pretty good. You know what? New artist. Y- here you go. Um, just because it's new to you doesn't mean it's new to everyone. Exactly. They're like, you guys heard about this band, Led Zeppelin? Yeah. They're, they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, I just I, found them out. <laughs> I think I discovered the doors in, like, 2010. <laughs> they weren't a new artist, but they broke through to me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, now let's get into the genre specific stuff. Uh, pop music. So we have the five best pop, uh, or let me read that. Might be we have the best pop solo performance. Um, so we've got Anyone by Justin Bieber, Right on Time, Brandy Carlisle, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Positions, Ariana Grande, and Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo. Driver's License is a good winner for that, just because I don't consider Right on Time pop. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one thing, yeah, Brandon Carlo. We don't. They, no one knows how to place her. They don't no, know how to place yeah. her properly. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, I don't know, great performer. Um, Happier than ever. Probably not even the best song on that album. Um, just the title. It's the title track. It's, I didn't think it was that great. Uh, and once again, I don't know who Ariana Grande is. I don't know who that is. I don't. They keep putting her on stuff. Uh, then we have the best pop duo slash group performance. So we've got I Get a Kick Out of You, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Lonely, Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco, Butter, BTS, uh, Higher Power, Coldplay, and Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA. Um, my, I have uh, some, some family members. I know some people who are uh, BTS stands, and uh, they felt that BTS was, they were happy they got a nomination. Obviously not happy they didn't win. Yeah. Uh, but also felt that they got invited to the Grammys because it would draw more hype to uh, draw more viewers in because all the BTS army is going to be BTS on national TV. Ah, and they turn in. They didn't fucking win. Uh, then they get mad and be like, the Grammys suck. And I was like, I'm sorry if there's any BTS stands listening right now. I hate you with all of my heart. <laughs> I hate going through a random Twitter thread and all of a sudden I just hit the BTS section and it's all fucking... She's like, they're Jimin and yeah. V and Sungi and you're just like, you know them all. I know you know them all. Don't I pretend don't. like you're not a BTS I don't fan. know any of them. I know you know you know them. You flash cards and be like, who is this? And it's like, <laughs> obviously Jimin, duh. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the BTS thing, uh, I feel like this was not a... 
Butter's not even a good song. If we were going to pick any of BTS's more recent stuff that's eligible for the Grammys, this is not the song I would have picked. I feel like they were nominated and picked because they knew they'd get more viewers if they showed up and were there. Yeah. Which is dumb and stupid. But uh, Doja Cat featuring SZA for Kiss Me More was the winner for the best pop duo. I mean, I could understand it. It was a huge song. Yeah, very, very good song. Uh, then we have best traditional pop vocal album. Um, as soon as we start just listing the artists off, you'll understand what exactly a pop vocal album is. Yes. So, Love for Sale, Tony Benton, Lady Gaga, Till We Meet Again, Nora Jones, a Tori Kelly Christmas, Tori Kelly, uh, Ladisi Sings Nina, Ladisi, uh, That's Life, Willie Nelson, and a Holly, uh, Dolly Christmas, Dolly Parton. Little Mad Willie didn't win. Uh, it was a fantastic album. I don't know if you've listened to it. It's just something not. about like that old, like, like Johnny Cash. I think my favorite album was it was the last one he put out. I can't remember exactly what the name is, but just you have that old kind of on its way out country singer kind of latched it last ditch effort. To yeah, put some music out. It was a fantastic album though. I loved it. Um, no, I really need to go listen to it and. Uh, this this whole category is very interesting to me. Um, we have two Christmas albums on there. I don't think Christmas albums should be nominated for anything. Well, the only time I would argue Christmas-related stuff should be nominated was uh, on the deluxe edition of McCartney 2. Uh, you have the greatest Christmas song of all time, yeah. uh, Wonderful Christmas, um, You know, by my boy Paul McCartney. Uh, so he has mentioned this episode. Uh, we did talk about Paul McCartney this episode. I snuck him in there. Um, that one I feel should have gotten a Grammy. Probably best record of the year. Song of the year. You know. It was just such a fantastic song. I think it's the only time Christmas songs should be nominated. Yeah. But at least that's like a, a new Christmas song. Right? Like all, I guarantee you both of these are just covers, covers of... I mean, who? I just imagine Dolly Parton just being Jingle Bells. Yeah. Jingle Bells. I'm just like, this is what I needed in my life. I just needed yeah. a Dolly Parton Christmas. You never knew that. Yeah. Uh, Nora Jones. Shout out to Nora Jones. Um, she's fantastic. I she's love Nora fan- Jones. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, she's probably the only person, other than Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga, I feel is like, yeah, it's about vocals, man. It's 100% about pop vocals. Um, best pop vocal album. Um, with Justice, uh, Justice, Justin Bieber, Planet Her, Doja Cat, Happier Than Her, Billie Eilish, Positions, Ariana Grande, and Sour Olivia Rodrigo. Who is your winner for that category? Understandable. Yeah, I, the other albums are have moments that are good, but for the most part, I don't know, Sour just a lot of hits. It's, yeah. it's good through and through. Uh, we're going to run through this one quick uh, because this is not exactly your genre. And to be honest, it's not really my EDM. Yeah, uh, it's a different. It's it's more of the pop EDM stuff. So the dance electronic music, uh, best dance electronic recording. Uh, we had Afrojack and David Guetta, uh, Olafur, Arnold, James Blake, Bonobo, uh, and Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs. Great band name. Uh, Carabao, Rufus the Soul, and Tiesto. Rufus the Soul being really with Alive. Uh, that album, that album, just absolutely fantastic. That song is fantastic. Um, and then best dance, um, 
or electronic music album. You had Subconsciously, Black Coffee, Fallen Embers, Elenium, Music is the Weapon, Reloaded, Major Laser, Shockwave, Marshmallow, Free Love, Sylvanesso, and Judgment, Ten City. Um, Black Coffee's uh, one of those names. He's been around for a super long time in the EDM um, realm. He's from South Africa. Um, he's been making um, a lot of this housey, Afro-funky um, feel. And uh, it's really, really good. And uh, I've not listened to the album yet, but I want to now. Um, and just from everything I've heard, it seems super good. Major Lay's album was really good. I, I don't think they'll ever win another Grammy. I think their their time has passed. Um, the Marshmallow album, Shockwave, when that album came out, I listened to it on repeat for like three months straight. Uh, it was amazing. It was great. Um, and I'm very sad I did not win. But that's dancing and electronic music. I guess we'll, I we'll yeah, skip contemporary. Think, yeah. We'll go to rock. We'll go to rock, baby. We got some hitters here, baby. Best rock performances. We got Shot in the Dark, ACDC, Know You Better, Black Pumas, Nothing Compares to You, Chris Cornell, <laughs> Ohms, Deftones, and Making a Fire, Foo Fighters. So I haven't listened to the new Foo Fighters album yet. Uh, I have been listening to a lot of Black Pumas, and they're fucking fantastic. They're so good, and they're Colors from Austin. is such a fucking vibey song. Oh, my God. I've, like, accidentally rolled up to so many Black Puma concerts because they're always playing in Austin yeah. somewhere. We got we got to go see them. They're amazing, man. Um, But, uh, yeah, Foo Fighters, I really need to listen to Foo Fighters, especially after the recent passing of uh, their drummer. Um, Taylor Hawkins, R.I.P., yeah. fantastic drummer. One of the all-time greats. Super, super talented, fantastic person. Just, yeah, super, super uh, hard news. Um, But, yeah, I definitely need to check out the Foo Fighters album. Uh, Best metal performances. I don't really know much about metal. I'm tempted to skip over this one. Um, Best rock song. Um, We have our winner, Waiting on a War, Foo Fighters. On that category, we also had Weezer, Kings of Leon, Mammoth, WVH, and our boy, Paul McCartney, in that category. Love Paul McCartney. We love Paul. Everyone loves Paul, baby. Uh, no one realizes that he's the best. It's going to be sad the day he passes because everyone's going to realize, yeah, Paul is probably the best Beatle. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, best rock albums. We have Power Up, ACDC, Capital Cuts, Black Pumas, No One Sings Like You Anymore, Volume 1, Chris Cornell. Medicine at Midnight, Foo Fighters, and McCartney 3, Paul McCartney. Uh, winner being Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters absolutely cleaned up. Uh, they won everything they were nominated for. Um, it's understandable. I mean, they're probably the premier rock band now. Them and Greta's on the rise very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but Foo Fighters is kind of carrying the rock genre at the moment. And they're... They're not a young. They're not young, man. They're no, old. They, yeah, too. they've been around for. I think they're probably in their fifties. I know their drummer was fifty nine. Uh, yeah, because Dave Grohl was in Nirvana in the nineties, so he was yeah. at least eighteen, twenty, and and let's say he was twenty in ninety three. So that's what thirty years later. Yeah, he's in fifties, probably yeah. mid fifties. Yeah, man, Dave Grohl. Yeah, he's old. Um, they but, got a movie coming out. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, dude, is it just like a documentary or like... No, it's like a... I don't know if it 
has any correlation with this album or anything or I don't know, I just saw a preview for it and it looked very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay, I'll definitely check out that trailer after we're done here. Yeah. Um but yeah, Foo Fighters absolutely cleaned up in the rock category as they rightfully should. Um Oh man, actually so Okay, so I'm I'm gonna need to circle back on this. I don't um I don't have enough information to talk about this, but the song Distance here, but for Best Rock Song is nominated for Mammoth WVH. Uh didn't realize the WVH is Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah. Um so uh I need to go check them out. Um I kinda slept on the fact about Wolfgang. I'm like I need to go check him out. I really do. Uh, alternative. A best alternative music album. This category could literally have anyone in it. Uh, and it has some hitters. Uh, Shore, Fleet Foxes, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, Halsey, Jubilee, Japanese Breakfast, Collapse in Sunbeams, Arlo Parks, and Daddy's Home, St. Vincent. St. Vincent's a name I feel like I've heard a lot. But I don't think I've ever actually checked them out. Uh, St. Vincent is fantastic. Um, I believe she is an artist out of LA, uh, out of California for sure. Um, and her early stuff was really, really good. Her last two albums have been really, really good. I'm trying to remember. She, she released a lot more music than I realized. Cause I'm like, Oh, I haven't listened to her since uh, the education seduction album. Uh, and I think there's an album between that one and this one here. Um, very good. I definitely su- suggest checking her out. Um, the Japanese breakfast album was super, super good. Uh, I definitely suggest if you have time, go listen to it. Okay. It's softer. It's down tempo. It's alternative. I like that, but go with it. Like it moves forward in a nice way. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if we've talked about that. I, I, I think we have a little bit. I like music that moves forward. It's okay if the speed is slow, but we have to be moving forward. I yeah. feel like we can't circle in a song. It, it's hard to explain that like feeling of rhythm, but like some songs, it feels like you're stuck in a circle going over the same rhythm. And there's some songs that like are pushing you forward, especially like very storytelling. Songs. I feel that. Um, but yeah, Japanese breakfast, super fucking good. Um, R and B, we had a tie. Didn't realize you could have ties. Uh, best R and B performance. We had a tie between silk Sonic and Jasmine Sullivan. I'm very surprised by that. That it wasn't Silk Sonic's category, like it. Yeah, they I mean, felt someone is, matched them. Yeah, that they had to have a tie. It's crazy best traditional R&B performance goes to her. Uh, unsurprised on that one. Um, she just she is the R&B you know person nowadays. Uh, best R&B song leaves door open. Not surprised by that. Um, and I think that's kind of all. Oh, fair about rap. Oh, might be. Um, I'm glad we started this early because we are, it took a lot more time than I realized. Uh, best rap performance. Kendrick gets another Grammy. What a guy. He, the guy hasn't put out music in like nine years and he's still winning Grammys. Good for him. How talented. Uh, so yeah, Family Ties, Baby King featuring Kendrick Lamar. They're cousins, if you did not know. Uh, but Baby King claimed Kendrick did nothing to help get him moved up in the rap game. He kind of just, Baby King just did it on his own. Um, but he did tap on Kendrick's shoulder to feature on the song, and it's fantastic. Um, the J. Cole album was pretty good, or, um, or, this is best rap performance, but My Life, 
There's J. Cole, 21 Savage. Good song. Solid. Up, Cardi B. Really good. Thought shit, Megan the Stallion. All of her songs uh, sound the same, and they I'm have not, the same names. I'm not a big fan. It all sounds the same to me. Yeah. Uh, on her um, best melodic rap performance, we have Hurricane. Um, yes, Kanye West technically gets a Grammy for this one, but it was The weekend. It's best melodic rap performance. The weekend steals that fucking song. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, great, great fucking song. I'm sorry, Tyler. Um, what's your name is a fantastic song and young boy NBA did have a fantastic feature on that track. Clearly was not seen the same way to the uh, Grammys. Best rap song, Jail. Uh, the Kanye West song off of Donda with Jay-Z. Super, super good song. Um, I'm actually surprised it won a Grammy. I didn't think it was Grammy worthy, but a great song nonetheless. And best rap album, as I called it, when the album came out, I said this will be best rap album. Uh, Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost. Oh, wait a minute. I just realized we have your category up next, too. We do. I keep forgetting I, all yeah. the categories. We right. have Country Baby. Uh, I don't know if you can read it from there or not. Yeah. Or... Um, so, uh, Chris Stapleton, you should probably leave. Such a fantastic fucking song. Uh, that whole album, uh, it was kind of his uh, retreated in, out of the light for a little bit. Came back with a fucking vengeance. Uh I think he pretty much swept everything he was nominated for. Um, yeah, it was his night, man. Yeah. Which, look, I'm not a huge country fan, but I think every Chris Stapleton song you showed me, I get it. Like, I get He's it. He's so good. Exactly. I and it's it. not even, like, I wouldn't necessarily classify it country. Some of it is, but it's just a lot of soul. I don't know. I just love Chris. Jason Isbell is another name. Uh, Love him. Haven't listened to that album, but he's got some very good songs out. Um, did you listen to the Casey Musgraves album, Camera Roll? I have not. I think I heard like one or two songs off of it, but I haven't listened to it as a whole. Yeah, I, my mom's a huge fan. She has not mentioned it to me, so it, it must not have been that awesome then if, if she isn't raving about it. Um, uh, very good country. Or very glad that Best Country Duo went to Brothers Osborne. I love them. Can you um can you uh give me a, like a, a quick synopsis? Who are Brothers Osborne? That's the name I've seen pop up a lot recently. They're they're brothers. Uh, last, <laughs> last name, name Osborne. Osborne. <laughs> awesome, uh, cool. Yeah. Well, they're they, so they're uh, they're a Nashville band, um, but it's very vibey music and and more leans more traditional in a sense. Uh, you still get those rock elements, but it's not. Sorry. None of it really is pop. It's just great songwriting. Uh, they're fantastic. I love them. They got some amazing songs out there. Okay. I'll definitely check them out. Um, but fuck Dan and Shay. That I, that's a name I, uh, I see like on online a lot. I see on Twitter. It's that, so they have that song, you know, 10,000 hours or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking hate them so goddamn much. They're <laughs> pop. Uh, then we've got uh, Best Country Song. Yeah, I don't know if you want to read the name that produced that song real quick. Dave, Dave Cobb. Cobb. Yeah. No he, Shooter. Uh, no Shooter, but uh, one of them will be on pretty much every song that's going to win just because they're fantastic fucking producers. 
Yeah, I'm like looking at the other ones. I'm like, did yeah. they? Were they involved? Um, but cold for Chris Stapleton. Yep, as we said, he did clean up as well as in the final category, best country album. Chris Stapleton. I'm a little mad. I mean, he deserves it. Starting overs uh, through and through is just a great album. Kind of hoping the Marfa tapes would win. Uh, Miranda Lambert, John Randall, and Jack Ingram. Just a fantastic album. Uh, I don't even know. Like, the whole feel of the album is... I don't know where they recorded it, but it sounds like they recorded it outside, just in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like Marfa. Like Marfa. Um, but, yeah, that's a great album. And Sturgill Simpson, Ballad of Deep yep. Juanita. It's just a great story album. Uh, every, every song connects. But, yeah... Chris Stapleton can't be mad at it. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree on you on that one. Uh, New Age Jazz. Yeah, I don't think I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think Humpty Dumpty. Just, I saw Humpty Dumpty. Uh, okay. uh, I'm trying to think. Oh man, gospel contemporary Christian music. Oh, oh man, yeah. my favorite. CC Winnings, uh, winner for best gospel performance. Good job, CC Winnings. Oh, apparently cleaned up in the gospel category. She pretty much got all everything there. Um, oh, Carrie Underwood. Best Roots gospel album, uh, Carrie Underwood. I actually listened to that album, and it's very good. Huh. I'm not someone who listens to a lot of gospel music, but I listen to everything Carrie Underwood puts out. Uh, it was a great album. Uh, real quick, in the best Latin pop album, Alex Cuba, not Selena Gomez. I don't know what they were thinking. That's fucking bullshit. I think it's racist, honestly. I mean, Selena Gomez should win. She should have won Album of the Year, Artist of the Year. Uh, She's fantastic. Uh, Best Musica Urbana album, Bad Bunny. He's the guy. Um, Him, Jay Balvin. um, They're like the two guys in Latin music right now. We're doing it. Um... Juanes, best Latin rock or alternative album. Great album. Uh, Vincent Fernandez, he did pass away this year. Best regional Mexican music album, including Tejano. Uh, Vincent Fernandez, he's the legend of Tejano music. Uh, unfortunately, he did pass away this year. The age of, I believe, 80. Um, and a uh, very, very sad loss for uh, Tejano music fans. But uh, American Roots is where John Batiste cleans up a little bit here. Um, he wins a ton. Because um, it's hard to categorize him because it's like jazzy R&B. Yeah. Uh, to, a little more. That's Bluegrass. Billy uh, Strings. So Billy Strings is a name to look out for. Mm-hmm. That dude is, he can play the fucking guitar like no goddamn other. Yeah. Loved him. But Sterling Simpson should have fucking won. Uh, Cutting <laughs> Grass Volume 1. So it's an album where he went through essentially every song that he writes he writes with a bluegrass feel to it and then he'll change it in the studio so it's just him going back and playing all of his songs uh, in the original bluegrass way that it was recorded fantastic album Uh, he also came out with volume 2 but volume 1 should have won pissed wow what an interesting way to write music Uh, yeah uh, I've never really and you can tell like when you're listening to a song you can kind of hear like be nice to have a fiddle here or you know a banjo or something uh, oh, and then he released this and you're like yeah this this sounds like how the song was written i it would be so interesting to uh to produce and, and create music that way i'm thinking at it in terms of electronic genres yeah. of let's say you started with the house track you found 
the core. You needed the kicks to hit this way. You need the hi-hat to hit. And you need that synth to pump through. And from there, you can then... Right, I'm going to turn this into a dubstep song. Or I'm going to turn this into a trap song. I'm going to turn this into a progressive house song. It's like you build off. You have the roots and the foundation. And you make your adaptations when it's... Uh, like you said, when he's in the studio. That's so crazy. What a, what an amazing way to, to produce and write music. Yeah. yeah, he's very talented. Apparently, he's done with the Sturgill Simpson thing, though. Oh, really? He, uh, wait. He's, uh, he, was gonna, he said, I'm going to release five albums under the name of Sturgill Simpson. And his fifth was... Uh, Ballad of Dude and Juanita. So we'll see what he does from here. Whether he starts a band or something. But Do, uh, he's not done with music. He's just done releasing solo albums. So Sturgill Simpson is his name, though? Yes. Okay, so it's not a project name. No, no. It's just he's done with only being Sturgill Simpson. Okay. Because, yeah, because I know in the EDM world, you can have someone who you've probably never heard of, dot .com decide to rebrand as a new person who you may have heard of yeah marshmallow you have someone drop a project name start a new type of music come up with a new name which is weird but he's stopping sergio simpson who he is yeah and he's like I'm no more solo yeah only collaborations yeah. baby i respect it i mean um, he had a great solo career i think every year every album he ever dropped was nominated for a grammy i just it's and he like, won one so it sucks that both of his first and last names start with S. I was going to switch the two letters. Yeah. Oh, he's going to come out as Sturgill Simpson. Oh, oh. Uh, uh. Sturgill Stimson. <laughs> but uh, oh, that's interesting. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I like this person more and more. Every time you tell I, me, you oh, think I about love, him. He is uh, just a character. I fucking love him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, best folk album. I always see the name Tyler Childers a lot. Oh, he that was a great one. That should have been Bluegrass. Uh, it wasn't a folk album. It was literally just bluegrass. There's only one song he sings on. The rest of it's just instrumentals. Really? Yeah. Oh, huh, okay. Great, though. I loved it. Interesting. Uh, reggae. Uh, sorry, Sean Paul did not win this year. Global music. So this is the Ar- Arouge Astab. Okay. Which I want to look him up. Uh, oh, look, Yo-Yo Ma. Um... But yeah, because I'm curious, what kind of music is global music? Um, right, I think I think we're done with all. The, oh, well, comedy actually, I do want to talk. Once about. again, we keep running. Yeah, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Comedy. There was a a lot of uh, I guess backlash for Louis C.K. being nominated for one because of his whole uh, controversy. Uh, we won't get into it, but he won, and I'm so happy. I love Louis C.K. Uh, his comedy I think he's hilarious uh, but Nate Bargatze he is he's so good he's so fucking good and I think he should have won but I just think it was minus one name really it was a great I don't think Chelsea Chelsea Handler is that funny mm-hmm. um, other than that I think it was a fantastic year for comedy no yeah 100% it is a, a super stacked um, list of people here Lavelle Crawford, Chelsea Handler, Louis C.K., Louis Black, Nate Bergetti, and Kevin Hart. Yeah. All big names, all household names. Yeah. Uh, except for Nate, he's becoming bigger and bigger, um, but I really do love his stuff. Yeah. And the thing I think is important to note on there, and correct me if I'm wrong, everyone has an explicit tag except for Nate, correct? Yeah, he is a clean comedian. Yep. And it's, uh, and it's not like clean in like a cliche kind of 
boring way. Yeah, it just he doesn't curse. Yeah, and you know, and the the topics he get into can be interesting. Yeah, uh, but not be over the top. It's just yeah. he's just I don't know. In comedy, I prove that if you can um, not have to lean on something and just yeah. completely remove that crutch, that you really prove how well you stand amongst uh, yeah. everyone else. Well, I mean, his delivery is just perfect. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. He has sort of that lazy southern draw and just talks real slow not the brightest guy in the world <laughs> um so the way he talks and the way he delivers material is the exact same way my high school chemistry teacher did and i can never pinpoint why is he so funny but it's same clean jokes yeah. just great timing great delivery type of thing nothing special I think, uh, very uh, monotone he is a a great joke on I think it was his previous album where he's talking about his wife's gotta get to the airport, you know, and uh she was he asked her, he's like, What time's your flight leave? And she was like, Ten o'clock. Honey, it's nine thirty. I don't even <laughs> know if you know what an airport is, but I think if it was in our driveway you wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well see, yeah, it's stuff like that where it's like it's um, uh, what's it called? Um, it's still super funny and super, it, and it's very relatable. Yeah. But yeah, it's completely clean, and I think he he deserved bonus points. He for did being yeah. on that list of, hey, I just fucking need to. It was just I'm just happy to see him get nominated. Uh, I haven't l- listened or heard any of Louis C.K.'s new stuff, uh, but yeah, good for Nate. Yep. Um, and then just want to scroll through here. I'm curious if we missed anything because, like I said, we could somehow package notes and historical. Oh man, this is quite a category here. Best recording package. Oh man, best album notes. I still I don't understand. Um, but yeah, production. Uh, I believe uh, there you go. Your boy Jack Antonoff. I talked so much about this kid. Uh, if you're familiar with Bleachers, he's the guy. Uh, he won Producer of the Year for non-classical. Uh, let's just look at this. Is real off the things he produced: Chemtrails Over the Country Club, Lana Del Rey, Daddy's Home, St. Vincent, Gold Rush, Taylor Swift, Sling, Claro, Solar Power, Lord. Take the sadness out of Saturday Night Bleachers. That is a hell of a list. He has been doing his this his whole career. And I'm happy that Bleachers is really taking off because people can then learn the name Jack Antonoff and learn, like, this is the reason why all your favorite pop songs are popular. Yeah. Because he made them. And, it, it, I mean, it took me a while to figure out that Jack Antonoff was also in Fun. Exactly. I didn't realize Fun was just, like, a one-off band that three guys came up. But, yeah. Love Jack Antonoff. Dude, 100%, man. 100%. Looking at some of the other people, the other people on here are not bad at all. They're really good producers, too. Um, they just, uh, it's hard to compete with, uh, with Jack uh, Antonoff. I'm loving that uh, Mike Elizondo. Yeah, he's got 21 Pilots on there, Rag and Bones Man, Jonas Brothers. Um, yeah, he's got Grace some. Grace Vanderwall. Love Grace Vanderwall. He's got some good bangers in there. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Um, Best remix, best immersive audio album. Somehow we're gonna find producer of the year classical. Oh man, I know we were really worried. Ah, Judas Sherman. Every God damn year. it! I mean, fuck again. Oh man. Okay, look, I think I'm gonna put money on it this year. I didn't do it last year. I'm put my Judas Sherman does it again. Look, 
Judith, I mean, look, I get everyone loves her. Obviously, she's huge. She's big. She, like home, she's, like home was so fantastic. Home was it was good, but I just she's kind of a bitch. I mean, if you like, if we're being honest, like she's just so fucking like braggy about. And, yeah, I and, we get you fucking produced home. You know, stop fucking talking about it. Already. That's why it. You know, she is the way she is, and that's why, like on Alone Together, you feel it because that's coming from her. Yeah, her. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, classical. Uh, we can just roll right through here. Wow, this really did take the full hour. Uh, best music video, John Batiste. Great music video. Um, best music film, Summer of Soul. Did not watch that one. And uh, Vicente Hernandez. Ah, uh, we love him. If you're not familiar, ever see the Bud Light and the guy and got the whole thing on that's him he's the dude um but yeah that was the grammys it was a lot it was crazy um a lot a lot of cool stuff in there uh what were what were your big takeaways i know chris stapleton uh yeah chris stapleton cleaned up and i'm glad to see him back i'm one i would love to see him Uh, but yeah just glad to see him back writing music enjoying life again um good for olivia rodrigo you know she i hope she can keep this trajectory Sad that Tyler Childers didn't win best folk album, but you know, it's what it, it is what it is. Yeah, I am Tyler Childers. So. <laughs> um, but no, I think it was a it was a, it was a good Amy, uh, Grammys. It was I wasn't really disappointed a whole lot. You know, there were, yeah, saw some cool winners in there. Yeah, I think my biggest takeaways were um, I think within the specific genres, everything seemed to make sense. Yeah, everything seemed good. I think pop and your your big category, record of the year and song of the year, stuff like that, uh, album of the year, lacking a bit. Yeah. Um, lacking both in terms of like diversity as well as pop music in general just kind of sucked. Yeah. It, 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 it wasn't it, a good year for pop. Yeah. And you, you're obviously you have your stars like Olivia Rodrigo. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it just wasn't, wasn't my year for pop. And I think it showed in, in those first couple categories. Um, but hey, man, happy for John Batiste. It absolutely cleaned up in almost everything he he was nominated for. Uh, super super talented. Happy for Tyler and his uh, his Grammy. He only got one this year, but uh, it is for Rap Record of the Year, which is uh, which is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I guess that's kind of kind of the end. We uh we said we we're gonna get into the Grammys this yeah, week. We, we sure fucking did. <laughs> we I'm glad we didn't wait till like halfway through the episode to start yeah. this. We we started right right away. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Anything else going on? No, uh, go listen to Evan Honer. He's fucking fantastic. Let's help his career blow up. Ooh, exactly. It's fucking, I, I agree, man. Um, well, that's going to do it for us here at Riffs on Tap. Uh, it's been episode number 40. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening, uh, for tuning in. It really means a lot to us. Um, like I've said before, if you, uh, would like to check out any of our other previous episodes, you can head on over to riffsontap.com. That is riffsontap.com. Got, uh, all the links there for our past episodes on whatever platform you'd like. We got our music playlist on there. We got some crazy cool stuff. We're going to add some new stuff soon. Um, a lot of cool stuff on there. If you're, if you're looking for something to listen to, Hey, you may find your new favorite song on there. Um, but, uh, overall we thank you very much and we will see y'all next week. Bye-bye.